Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where Daryl forgets to schedule his updates properly and the perfect intro is lost forever. I'm the resident fuck-up Daryl, also known as the Beef, joined by the spicy ginger beer himself, Isaac Locke. What's up, buddy? Spicy ginger beer. You, uh, yeah, you definitely should have used Beefy Boy Toy again. <laughs> that'll that'll never be heard by anyone ever, which is unfortunate. But yeah, yeah, you your computer crashed about what five minutes into this episode, the first time we tried to record it, and yeah. kind of lost the audio for you. So it just it was gone forever, and oh. I can't believe we did that. But it's okay. Sometimes it struggles. happens. We have our struggles. You know, it happens time to time. We have our struggles, but we also have our guests from time oh. to time, and we have a very and special guest. He's been on before. The very the, he's coming the ever on again. so the ever so handsome and lovely Dan Jones. Dan Jones, welcome, Daniel. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Well, thanks, thanks for coming. Remember, we introduced you like five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. And then that got disappeared for for good there. So, yeah, I know. Um, technology and me are best friends. I, I tell you that much. How many yeah, episodes have we lost, toy. Isaac? Is well, this three don't... episodes we've lost. Uh, well, at least this wasn't a whole episode, like the, the, the one that will be forever missed. We recorded an entire episode with, um, Aaron and, and Taylor and Taylor. Yeah. An entire the, the like N- hour N64 and 64 game bracket. Yeah. Oh. We're going to, we're going to we're gonna bring that one back. Episode. And it was just, as soon as we went to go check it out, there was no audio for one person in the group. So the entire episode didn't make sense. So. <laughs> it would have been very, although I, I think I still have the background tracks on that i should probably go listen to it and see, see if it works sure you could pull just, you just should to pull have good clips from it just but. to have blank blank space oh yeah i agree aaron good job yeah. oh you're so right aaron that's a good point <laughs> just just every five minutes is he just talking um, really quietly or he's just really quiet the other episode that happened uh once with taylor uh as well we forgot to press record on the emo bracket. I like how you said we. I forgot to press record Thank on you. the emo bracket. <laughs> I didn't forget shit. <laughs> the royal we. The ro- yeah, it was just I was including everybody. The us we. And then there was the other one actually when Dan when you were on where yep. I think your I think Dan's computer actually quit that time. No, I think it was mine, wasn't it? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 I had to, computer died. I was having mad like update pop-up things happening that, to the point mm-hmm. where I had to like close my browser and then that ended up screwing up everything so yeah yeah well either way we are here this is episode 30 it doesn't really mean anything dirty 30 i'm 30 that means you are you're 30 that means you're old as fuck and you probably have gray in your pubes i haven't checked recently but we call you gray pubes (laughs) hey you two stop (coughs) i apologize my one cat just got fixed and my other cat is they're playing rough and she's got stitches well you know Uh, what they say about snitches they get stitches don't snitches just die depends (laughs) yeah i guess look at uh, takashi 69 yeah you're right he's still alive and well (laughs) alive and well and making super good music like really good stuff artist yeah his stuff is so good a true he's a true uh uh, artist of the of the of the uh, the music world. Well, he is He's a modern be, day Renaissance man. Yeah. Well, to be honest, in my opinion, he is he is where I feel like an old man because I just don't get it. 
there's a lot of other SoundCloud rappers that I can I can vibe with their stuff like that style. I I can enjoy it, but him I just don't I don't get it. I don't get the appeal of that man. I can't Boy, say I've ever heard that a song, and maybe I have, and I just don't know it. Listen to Snoop Dogg talking about mumble rappers. Uh, it's pretty funny. Um, well, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, we were going to talk a little bit about hockey today, were we not? We, I think so. I think, yeah. I, I don't know, there's something happening in the hockey world right now. Oh. I don't really know much about it. Oh, stop with your 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 fake ignorance. <laughs> it's real ignorance. Well, no, it's I, I know what's going on. Obviously. You are very well. I'm, you are I'm, very well aware of what's going on because you not only yeah. do we do a fantasy league all season long, but now we are all in a playoff pool as well. Or sorry, a fantasy <laughs> playoff, a play a playoff fantasy pool. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. And guess so, who is on top? Well, uh, yeah, but I was on top of the fantasy league all year too, and then I lost in the end. The thing is, there's no playoffs in this one though. The playoffs are it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. So it. essentially yeah. right now it's Thursday night. Colorado is playing Vegas. If Colorado wins, my team stays nice and thick because I got Colorado players. And if Colorado <laughs> loses tonight, then essentially I'm going to be joining Taylor at the very – or no, Dan. I'm going to be joining Dan at the very bottom of the pile here. Shots yeah. fired. <laughs> yeah, come come visit me and my hey, I think I think Florida is going to beat Tampa. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. I fucked up. Whatever. So, Isaac, I think you know this, but Dan and I have uh we have our own league. We play NHL over the inter- over the internet because he lives in Penticton, British Columbia, yep. a beautiful spot. Indeed. And yep, I, place and I live around. In, I live in in Crossfield, Alberta. And uh so we have to play on the internet. And we Dan keeps track of all of our wins and losses throughout the year. Well, not our losses, obviously. Just on a score team. sheet or a, a spreadsheet? Whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it on a spreadsheet. It's a we'll, spreadsheet on a whiteboard. We'll yes. talk about the spreadsheets in a second. Um, but Dan keeps track of all of it. And then at the end of the year, last year, I I won the, the season. And then we made a little playoff thing. It's only two of us, so whatever. But we did a yeah. little playoff thing. And then he ended up winning the playoffs. And, and uh, we made an extra little bet this season. Uh, we made we did a little NHL bracket challenge on uh, on the NHL website for the playoffs here, mm-hmm. and we like oh this counts as three wins in the regular in our regular league, and I picked Florida to go all the way and they were out <laughs> first round so you picked I Florida lose. to go to the final <laughs> I did I picked them to win <laughs> the cup, and somehow you're in first place in our fantasy uh, hockey pool I, I didn't pick pool. any Florida players in that pool so yeah that was me. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> that's why Dan's in last place. Yeah, but yeah, I um, took a flyer on that one. So we called Dan spreadsheets in the old uh, regular season fantasy league because he he took it to another level. He was our he was our Billy Bean. <laughs> that's exactly what he was. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't I'm... know who Billy Bean is, he's he's Brad Pitt plays him in Moneyball the movie. Where you know. That's He's a terrible a description of who Billy Bean is. Billy Bean is a GM for the Oakland Athletics, and he is uh, well known for taking a different approach to baseball by going on a statistical basis when he pick, picked his roster versus going off of like you mm. know which players are supposed to be the best and who gets the biggest paydays because baseball has no salary cap. Therefore, the teams that usually have the deepest pockets are the ones that go deepest in the playoffs, not necessarily winning the World Series. 
But anyways, <laughs> I digress. Billy Bean, it was a revolutionary individual and much have many have followed him in the same uh, same direction well, of uh, managing managing. So didn't now I... so, so when you said that did you um about uh, the teams with deeper pockets, did you hear what uh uh D- Dougie Hamilton said after after losing to uh Tampa? No. He said we lost to the team 18 million over to the over the cap. <laughs> Oh, I don't. What a silver loser. I don't know anything about the cap and where the team sit at the cap. Is that like some? Is that like a true chirp or what? You know, legit. Because um, what happened with Tampa is um, they had Kucherov basically on long term injury reserve, so his entire cap was hidden for pretty much the entire season. And game one of the playoffs, oh, he's magically now one hundred percent healthy. Um, and you know, they did some other things. I think there's another player who was on injury reserve, so their team right now is Stamkos is on injury cap. Stamkos was on injured reserve for the last like three weeks of the season. Yeah, that too. Then, so like they were back. able to. Ooh, and, um, and and what during playoffs they're uh, they're kind of exempt from rules or what? Yeah, um, salary cap disappears in the playoffs. Um, so basically, they um, now he also goes on. He's like, yeah, if any, like if any other team, you know that's just the circumstances right like he wasn't necessarily saying they cheated or anything like that he was just saying like you know when you have that much extra like capital spent on players like you're gonna have a really difficult team to play against right yeah dan was pulling a dan you were pulling a very uh you were pulling a clickbait title there you were like dougie hamilton said that uh, this line about the cap and then but he also said a whole bunch more, and then you, you know, admitted to that afterwards. So, well, yeah, because you know, I don't, I'm not CNN. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Uh, well, you know, well, I guess they just have to take it on the chin, like the other sports that don't have salary caps. Yeah, you know, oh, legit. And so, I mean, hey, it's just a situation, and that's where you are. And I mean, Tampa not, might not even win. You never like, you know. Maybe it's Vegas this year. Maybe, you know, maybe it's fucking Montreal's year. I don't want to say that. Oh, I don't know, man. But maybe like either way, there's going to be a fucking riot. I do like how, how, how well Montreal's depth guy has been playing though. They've been playing extremely well. Yeah. Depth guys. I think Montreal has a shot against Avs, but no shot against Vegas. But I mean, you know, some crazier things have happened. Yeah, like look at the Kings in what was it two thousand eight? Eight, yeah, when they uh, were the the lowest seed in all the playoffs, and they ended up winning the cup. Yeah, well, I mean, the, they barely squeaked in, uh, but they made like a they made a big move, and they got was it Richards and Carter um, from Philly? Yeah, yeah, they made a big, big, big trade, and that kind of gave them some momentum that were were able to kind of catapult them into the playoffs. So. Um. Yeah, that that's, was a really good move by them. That's, that's kind of what Florida did too this year. They made some. They had a couple moves. Actually, just one really, one big one. Sam Bennett. I think most he, he really most helped them, them get to the playoffs. He yeah. did. Bennett played really well at the end of the year, uh, except for that dumb hit that he did in the playoffs. That was stupid. But well, yeah, yeah it was dumb. It could be argued Canucks that he also, lost the playoffs for him. Uh, the Canucks also loaded up on their run. Um, they got Lapierre and Higgins. Um, before yeah. you know, going that their run too. So, and I'm about that to, happens. I'm about to, you know, piss Dan off, but they don't have Tyler Toffoli. So, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was a, I think that was a clearly an oversight because 
I shouldn't say oversight. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but really, like yeah. t- Tyler Toffoli's, I don't see how there was any downside to signing him. They just they had too, well, too much money invested in other players that they did, shouldn't had that much money invested in. Oh, I think. Um, oh, we just we just poked the bear here. Let's go. No, uh, that that was that was actually a reaction to. I, maybe I shouldn't watch hockey in the background here. Oh, there um, you go. Never mind. <laughs> oh, I'm on I'm, a bit of a I'm on a bit of a delay from you, Dan. I I, I heard oh, your yeah. woof and I just saw it. So, oh yeah, there you but, go. Yeah, but, Colorado just tied the game three three. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I got distracted by that totally. <laughs> <laughs> I said Vancouver's got a lot of money tied up in players that they probably yeah. shouldn't have a lot of money tied up in. I.e. Um, Jay Beagle, who I like, but but Jay Beagle, Louis Erickson, uh, Tyler Myers was a ba- basically a, a bust for what they were hoping he was going to be. I I kind of disagree on Myers. Like I, he's he's overpaid. I'm not going to deny that, but I think he was actually a pretty solid defenseman for us this season. Uh, everything's you know everything else said, um, but the thing about Tyler Toffoli is Jim Benning decided that they were going to. Like Jake Vertanen had a really good season. Like he was he either got 20 goals or had 20 goal pace if it was a regular season. Obviously, COVID derailed it. And Adam Gaudet just needed to put a couple puzzle pieces together in terms of d- defense uh, to maybe take the next step. So they thought, hey, maybe Vertanen and Gaudet take another step. And uh, then when we slot in Vasily Podkolzin, you know, there's not really going to be room for a Tyler Toffoli. So we're going to, you know, take a flyer on these players. Now we got Jake Vertanen, you know, um, and, and then being investigated the and, Oh yeah. Um, I forgot about that shit. Yeah. Jake and we Vertanen traded Adam got garbage. Traded Sorry. Adam got Cause he's garbage and probably gave the majority of the Vancouver Canucks COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was that guy. Rumor. Yeah. Rumor. Well, is. rumor. I know I can, it's rumor. all rumors. I know the rumor but is I, that he, what I've read is like, and there's plenty spec- of spec, yeah, plenty of speculation. But one of the ones that I've seen is that he broke protocol and stepped outside of the bubble. And then when he came for practice or whatever it was, then he ended up infecting a bunch of guys in the team. Well, you know, we do we are a conspiracy podcast, right? When Dan's on, so Do-do-do-do. that's it. No, I I just love I love the and I've noticed this for years. And Dan Dan's there's a lot of people who do this. You're not the only one. You're just the only one I know personally, like closely, who you're basically a GM of Vancouver. You say we, us, like it is, it's your team. And I, I, I kind of love that because I, I don't have that. I don't that's, have a team that I That's am. the marketing though. We are all Canucks. Like that's the marketing because for some reason, our, well, no, there's other fan bases that, you know, use that. Uh, say we. Oh, but, trust um, Calgary fans say we all the time when they're talking about Calgary, yeah. unless they're losing, and then they say those fucking idiots all the time. They they don't. Well, oh, they they use we. different words, but I'm not going to repeat them. Yeah, um, the, I'm uh, not like the, most Canucks fans. I stick I stick through the garbage. I am also. I feel like I'm also one of the, at least not one of the annoying Canuck fans. I'm not one of the ones that's just super boastful and 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 chirpy when it's when things are good, and then super negative when things are bad. I see, yeah. I see them for what they are when they're bad, and I love them still. And and you know, my my love never fades for the Canucks. It's just definitely frustrating sometimes. But the uh, the Flames fans, I find they're like fair weather friends. They just when the times are good, they're they're amazing, and then when times are bad, they're the most like negative, like harsh on their own team kind of fans that I've that I've encountered. 
except for Tim McAlpine. Yeah. T- yeah. Taylor's Taylor's older brother is a He's a ride or die. He's a oh, he just loves and his and he gets his kids on board and they're every game he's wearing a jersey and at least I he's posting that. it on Instagram. He just loves it. Yeah, and it's that's I, awesome. I like that. He's a he's a, a diehard fan, ride or die. Michelle's cousin's like that too, Tyler. I I think Isaac's met him before. He yep. loves he just loves the flames. Even when oh, they're yeah, shitty, no he still team, loves them. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, my my dad and brother are like that with Edmonton. I don't know why Edmonton was their team. Um, they they like oh, Edmonton. I, I helped but a customer uh, who had a Edmonton hat on, and I just you know, at the very end of you know walking around the rental car and everything, I was just like, hey, what do you think? Uh, what do you think they're gonna do? Are they gonna keep uh, the Nuge? And he's like, yeah, they're gonna keep him for sure. We talked a little bit. He asked me what my favorite team was. I said it was uh, Vancouver, and he's like, he's like awesome. So. You know, I like how we have this mutual hate for Calgary, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, sure, <laughs> awesome." <laughs> it was pretty funny. A bonding moment. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, both of our teams have you know really sucked hard, and Calgary was you know has been a bubble team for a while, so way too long. Yeah, yeah. Well, now and now, none of them, none of those Western Canadian teams are in the playoffs at all, and we only have Montreal left, which I I called the opposite of that they were going to get knocked out in the first round by Toronto and my that's what I thought I think that's what most people thought but I don't know you know what I was so stoked um because I called Montreal to beat uh Toronto and I actually got flamed in a couple of different um areas like at work and I got flamed online uh for having that uh, opinion I was like, no, Toronto, they just they can't do it. They're not gonna win the first. They're, they're just not gonna. And uh, I was pretty, pretty pumped when uh, when I was right. When they were I right, guess. yeah. I I I think it was just kind of funny. The all the people. Well, so I I okay. To be honest, the only I hockey lucky. I pay attention to is essentially when I have a conversation with you guys. Um. When I'm in my fantasy league, I pay attention to my players and who I'm playing against. That's really it. I don't really pay attention to actually what's happening in the league. And and then besides that, just podcasts. So I listen to Missing Curfew like every week, and then I listen to Spitting Chicklets once in a while. Sorry, Spitting Chicklets once in a while. And I don't. I, I get my hockey news from them, so I I don't really, I don't really focus too too much on it. The only other place that I see it is just on Instagram. I follow what's it called Bar. Bar down the TSN yep. guys, yep. Oh, and, yeah, because yeah. they have some funny content and they have some good YouTube videos and stuff. I like those guys, but they're so funny because when the there's one of their guys who loves the Jets and the Jets swept, and he was not really being too cocky to Toronto fans, but like, yeah, ha, fuck you, we won. And then when they just got swept by Montreal too, he's just like, okay, I know what it feels like. Sorry guys, and I'm like, all right, there's a little bit of uh, a humble pie eating there, and and I, and I appreciate that, but I don't. I don't follow it super closely, like I like you guys were talking about players on the Canucks that I know. When you said Jake Vertanen is in hot water, then I'm like, oh, I know who that is because he was in the news. Yeah. Versus like knowing these the players in the background on all these other teams and stuff. It's not my, not my, not my thing. I just can't. I can fake my way through a hockey conversation, especially in a customer service setting, because I've been doing it for years. But I don't, I don't actually know that much about them. That's fair. About, about the teams and stuff. Yeah. You don't that, have to. No, and that that's what I was going to say. That being said, I do love, I enjoy watching a hockey game. 
I find Hell hockey yeah, fucking fun to watch when <laughs> when you when you actually get into it. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, brother. I mean, I grew up I grew up playing hockey, so I had like hockey was like major part of my life for until well, even until I moved here and I started playing hockey here and then for probably a good 3 years I just kind of lost interest completely because I just played so much of it that I was I just kind of lost interest went, in it. That's when you went hard into baseball. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like watching I, I like baseball. baseball, but I definitely went like much more like I was way more into watching Blue Jays than I was caring about hockey at that point. And then I kind of I think it was my first year in the playoff pool group that we're in. So like I this is my third year. This so is your fantasy whatever. league, you mean? Yeah, this fantasy league. That kind of revitalized my my interest in watching hockey again. Um but uh yeah, I don't know. Hockey's hockey's fun. It's uh it's the only sport where you can fight and not get kicked out, so that's cool. Except for fighting. Go sports. Well, Go I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I obviously know. boxing and MMA would be a <clears throat> Oh, you guys are both disqualified because you threw a punch. <laughs> can you imagine? Well, I think it'd be so much fun. Like my favorite even my favorite video games were NFL Blitz where there was like WWF ta- sorry, WWE tackles. <laughs> so, I mean, you could, it's a generational thing, right? Where there were WWE tackles after the whistles and stuff on that video game. I loved that, and I just wish they had that. I think even Vince McMahon tried to do that with the XFL, and it just didn't really work. I don't know exactly. I, I We didn't have it up in Canada. I don't even think it was on TV up here, so, so I don't think we knew. But it would be cool to see another sport. Oops. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, another sport like <laughs> hockey. It's okay. I bumped my mic, too. Um I'm wondering, I'm curious as to see what uh, the XFL is going to look like when, when COVID stops slowing down the, the progress of that league firing up. Because you guys heard the rumors that they were in talks with uh, the CFL, eh? I didn't. No. Yeah. I had no so idea. They were Apparently, they were in talks with the CFL about, because uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he bought XFL from whoever owned it at that point and Vince well oh Vince might have sold it I see what you say yeah I don't but know the rock who, played who in Calgary didn't he but that's so that's the thing is that he's says his his love for the CFL is strong and it, it, it kind of made him who he is today by going through the, the the paces of trying to be a CFL player um so that's why he kind of wanted to reach out and the CFL has been struggling kind of here and there off and on for quite a while I think I don't know much about like the whole inner workings of the CFL because I don't watch the CFL but I know that there's what there's seven seven teams eight teams. Daryl, how many teams are there? I think there's eight. Yeah, so I assume there's eight. Maybe there's seven. I don't know. I don't. I isn't there an odd number like nine or something? There might be nine. Yeah, there might there's, be nine now. I, Either way, it's I not. It's not exactly like a barn burner league. You know what I mean? Like it's not like you know half the league makes the playoffs. So it's just. Anyways, they're, they're, apparently they were in talks with, uh, yeah, with nine teams. XFL, XFL about uh, possibly a crossover or a integration of, of one into the other. So that'd be really that'd be really cool. It would also, I think, it would also save because XFL, I would imagine, is going to end up being much more popular um, TV, everything in the states than CFL is, and I think a lot of players would be inclined if they weren't contractually obligated to stay. Um, to try to maybe go over to the XFL. So, you know, it might be a smart decision for them to talk to the, the XFL about possibly con- um, 
collaborating on something, whether it's a full integration or whether it's just like a odd game here or there kind of crossover thing to save um, some of their players from just dipping and going down and playing for more pay. And that and that makes sense. It's it's more of a saving the players because essentially anyone, any pro football guy who isn't quite NFL ready, they are they know the CFL because the CFL is like the it's like the American Hockey League for the NHL, essentially. Yes and no. It, well, they do I know. have they do have drastically different rules. Oh, I know that. The CFL. But it's the same thing as when NHL players go to play in Europe, right? There's different rules and yeah, and the rink is bigger well, and whatever. Yeah, um, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's pretty similar. But it's still it's still competitive football, even though it's a bit different. It's still competitive football. Um, yeah. So you're but right. The, I think the, the might, only difference is that most CFL players have to have part time jobs. So, yeah, so. I know. <laughs> unless unless you're one of the top guys. You yeah. absolutely have to. And that's kind of. I remember when I did watch CFL back in the day. Uh, I cheered for the BC Lions, and one of my one of my favorite players, and I don't even remember his name anymore. But one of my favorite players for the for the uh, Lions was a realtor in the off season. So. Yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do to make a living. The uh, the only guys absolutely. in the CFL that were yeah. yeah, I think I think they were getting paid now. Don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure even their minimum in the CFL, and I'm not looking this up. Dan, you, 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 you're probably quick on your fingers, but I think I think minimum guys are still getting paid at least a like fifty, sixty k a year, which isn't much, but that's yeah, that's a decent well, living to live off. Yeah, like it's it's you know you got to look at like all sports across the board. Like oh yeah, average, it's, nothing. it's it's definitely low, <laughs> it's, um, but it's probably not the lowest paying professional sport. Um, no, you could play cricket. No, actually, cricket players probably make a shit ton of money because it's huge everywhere yeah, else except for here. Bro, yeah, I got I some numbers. Yeah, oh, hit it up. Okay, the salary cap for each team in the CFL, this was April 9th, 2020, um, is 5.1 mil. The minimum player salary is 52000 increasing by 1000 per t- per year until 2018. The salary cap increased by 50000 per year until 2018 as well. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Highest highest paid quarter uh so I mean high paid players have been quarterbacks obviously. Henry Burris. Um buddy in Montreal got uh four four hundred thousand for the twenty twelve season. Um <laughs> that's so bad. Four hundred K. Like four hundred grand is a great living. Like you're I making four hundred yeah, grand, you're doing good for yourself. But and, in like in you compared to like you look at this the NFL for top paid quarterbacks that are making like hundreds of millions of dollars over twenty years. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of kind of shitty for sure um yeah but 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 the cfl has good fans so there's that especially them rough riders bruh oh yeah yeah i i don't i don't watch sports or uh cfl often <laughs> but i don't watch sports i don't watch cfl often but but when i cheer for a team it's it's the rough riders because my dad did my uncles did my brother does my grandpa does like yeah, if I the, don't, whole, the whole Hogan clan has been been pretty hard into this, the the uh, Rough Riders for a long time, haven't they? Yep, yep. All of us except my uncle Dave, who he's he's the my my the bro, my dad's brother in law. Right. So he's the he's the dark horse in there. He likes the Rough Riders. No, sorry, the uh, Stampeders. Go sports, but go sports. <laughs> so I'm I got I'm going to ask this, and we're going to hold us to this. So regardless of this outcome today 
or not regardless, I guess, is is who's going to win? I want Isaac. I'm going to get you to pick who who you think is going to go all the way in the Stanley Cup playoffs here. So there's only um, there's there's five teams left. Yeah. The winner of the winner of Colorado and Vegas plays Montreal. So who's winning, Colorado or Vegas? I think I think Vegas wins. Okay, and, and they play Montreal. They play Montreal, and then I think uh, I think I gotta go with Vegas over Montreal. I know Montreal has been the underdog for both of their series leading up to this, but I I I can't bet against Vegas versus Montreal. Um, I think the Islanders come out of the East. I shouldn't say the so, East. I think the Islanders come out of the other side. Well, technically, and, uh, it is the East, I guess. Oh, Montreal's yeah. East too, but I think the Islanders, Islanders just have they have better. Uh, their depth players are like absolutely killing it this in this playoffs, and they beat Boston, who I thought was going to be better, uh, had a better chance of going all the way than than uh, even Tampa, and they they kind of walked all over Boston. Um, so I think it would end up being a Vegas Vegas uh, Islanders final, and then honestly, I couldn't even pick it. I'd say whoever has the better goaltending takes the series. Wow, Islanders and Vegas, Dan. Who do you got? Do you do you, who do you think do you think Colorado can beat Vegas? Uh I mean anything's possible. I'm anything where is we're possible. sitting. I mean, we've got one period left and the Knights are up a goal. Um and they're leading the series three to two. So I mean they're closer to winning. Um, but I mean anything can happen, obviously. I think uh I mean, if Colorado wins, I think Montreal is a real chance to beat them. But I mean, Vegas, I think is going to be uh, going to go all the way. Uh, I think they'll beat Tampa in the finals. That's kind of my feeling. But mm, I mean, I'm just going with probably the most predictable two picks, anyways. So Vegas, Tampa, and then Vegas wins it all. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I think because, and this is for my father-in-law. I'm, I'm putting this out there. That uh, I think Montreal is going to win, and they're going to go to the finals. They're not going to win in the finals, but they're going to make it to the finals, and then they're going to lose to New York. And New York, it's going to be New York's first Stanley Cup since the '80s, I think. Um, and then uh, there's going to be a huge riot in Montreal. Huge riots. <laughs> there's going to be buildings oh, burning yeah. down. There's going to be was, cars was... flipped. It's going to be bigger than the Vancouver ones. It's going to be it, it's going to be bigger than the Montreal one back in the day. If it was Montreal versus New York, whether whichever team wins or loses, there would be a riot in both cities. Oh hell yeah, yeah. You think on like, the island Islander, they're going to have fans? I'm, I'm cheering Islanders. Islanders fans are nuts, bro. Yeah. I, when I was looking at the uh, the drafts the past couple of years um, or past number of years, because the Canucks have sucked and have always had good draft picks, um, so I've always made like draft lists and stuff and the Islanders have pre consistently picked every player I really liked in the draft. Um, so they have a lot of, they have a lot of players that like I personally have, you know, kind of done my research on. And so I'm a big fan of them just because of that. And it's kind of fun to fun to watch them go as far as they have start to put it all together. You know, I'm a, I'm one of those, uh, I like teams because of who I know likes teams or players who likes teams. And I want the Islanders to win because my, when I was in, uh, I think grade six and seven, my vice principal, Mr. Henry, good guy, shout out to Mr. Henry, he, well, <laughs> he loved H. he loved the Islanders and he wore anytime it was a jersey day he had his Islanders jersey on, he was a big fan, 
And uh, he was just one of those good guys that he was also my one of my homeroom teachers as well as the vice principal. So he's just, yeah, a great guy. And ever since then, I was kind of, yeah, we like the Islanders. So I'm going to go with that. And uh, plus, E loves the Islanders, so that helps too. Yeah, he's a big fan. He's a big fan. Big, I've never, I've fan. never, I've never disliked the Islanders at any point in my entire life. Yeah, not so, like, like Boston. There's, well, yeah, like I, I don't even dislike Boston that much anymore. No, I know, but but, but as a Canucks been, fan, there was a bit of bitter yeah. blood at one point, right? Yeah. So there's been years, like there was years where I hated Colorado. Actually, I still don't really like Colorado, but I, there was years where I hated Colorado because of the whole Steve Moore thing. I hated Boston. I hated Chicago for obvious reasons. Uh, like there's, there's always like a team here and there in throughout the league that I've disliked Minnesota. They had a top that brutal series where they came back from three down to take the series from Vancouver in the playoffs. Uh, there, there was the years that they played St. Louis a couple times and they were tough and it was a tough series. Um, but I've never, ever, ever hated the Islanders. So I would be happy if the Islanders won. I, do I want a Canadian team to win? Yeah. I'd love to see a Canadian team win the cup for the first time in my fucking life. But, um, yeah. What was the last Canadian team yeah. to win? Was it Calgary in 88? 80, 88? Probably. It's been a long fucking time. No, didn't Calgary win in the 90s? Wasn't there like a... Didn't somebody win like 92 or something? No. No. No, that's when Vancouver lost. I don't know if you guys remember that. Or that, that was, was 94, 94 idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that was not, yeah, you dummy. I just said or 94. Sports. We're going to rewind the tape. I said it. You said 92. Yeah. No, I know. And then I said, or 94, as you said, that was 94, you <laughs> I idiot. Was, I was too quick, bro. <laughs> yeah. There was a delay. There was a, 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 that was a the delay. year when um, Mark Messier uh, cheap-shotted Linden, and Linden was crawling on the ice to the to the bench, and the Messier skated by and cheap-shotted him again while he was on the ice. And that solidified everybody's hate for Messier in Vancouver. Yeah, but, and then, uh, but, and then but the, he bet the, you can't eat just one. The darkest years, <laughs> the darkest years, I think, Vancouver it? lays. Thank you. Um, I think the darkest years the Vancouver Canucks ever had were when uh, Mark Messier was on the Vancouver Canucks, in my opinion. I fucking, Legit. I hated I, I didn't Mark even Messier. know he was on the Canucks. Mike Keenan, Mark Messier. I was not a fan when he was in this, in, in Vancouver. Oh, I mean, so there was a player who uh, passed away. Um, he Luke wore Bordon? number 11. No, Wayne Mackey. Um, Luke Verdon also passed away, um, and that was really tragic, especially because he was supposed to be like a top defenseman too. But I mean, it doesn't matter what, how good a player you're going to be. Like, sucks. You know, he was like nineteen or twenty years sad. old. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So Messier walks in. He's like, "Well, I always wear eleven, so I don't care if the guy was dead or not." I mean, that's not exactly what happened, but that's how Canucks fans perceive it. So he takes a dead player's number that's unofficially retired. Um, he takes a captaincy away from Lyndon, although Lyndon offered it to him because he's like, hey, you're like, you know, Mr. Leadership. So, you know, I feel like I got to offer this to you. Um, then they traded Lyndon um, during that period of time. Um, and he's like, one, he was the most beloved Canuck. I think the Sedins might be taking that. I don't know. Um, I, would debate, but... I would 100% disagree. I think, I think Pavel. Lyndon is forever the most uh, beloved Canuck of all time. What about Pavel Bure? Isn't he a beloved Canuck? No. Oh, no, I mean, he's, he's definitely loved, is, but. Oh, he's dope, but no, he's he's not a, he's not on like he's not, not even, on that level at all. Not even top all. five. Not even top five. That's no. funny, and and I and I I, I, I never liked the Canucks as a kid. Obviously. I never liked the Canucks as a kid. 
I, I didn't really pay attention to sports in general, like I, I've mentioned five times. But <laughs> I, I uh, like sports. <laughs> but I, I, I only knew the only person I knew in Vancouver as a kid was Pavel Bure, the Russian rocket, and I don't know why yeah. I knew of him, and I didn't know who Trevor Linden was. I didn't know who Trevor Linden was until I met uh, Isaac. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Trevor Lennon's been my boy since uh, I was a kid. Uh, so I have to I have to edit myself or correct myself immediately instead of next week. Uh, the Oilers won the Cup in 88. The Flames won the Cup in 89. The Oilers won the Cup in 1990. And the Montreal Canadiens won the, Van- the Stanley Cup in 1993. And that was the last I was going to say Cup. the Canadiens in 92. I was going to say the Canadiens in 92, but then I censored myself on the Canadiens. So I was pretty close on that. There you go. Yeah. So Canada's only twenty years away from, or eighteen years. If if I, we win for one, some, for some reason I did not know that the Oilers. Like I think because I live in Calgary and I've been around such diehard Calgary Flames fans that they can only tell me about the '89 Flames. I don't. I don't think I knew that the Oilers won the Cup in 1990. I could, yeah. I yeah, fucking. They still really had Gretzky. That. I think didn't they win '87, '88, then Calgary won, and then Edmonton won the next year. I wasn't alive during all yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. A, <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. Um, okay. I, the other thing I wanted to uh, talk to you guys about was, and you can see it in hockey right now, is fucking COVID rules. Like Canada, Montreal. I think they had what like one third capacity they allowed in their stands. Um, it's called the Wuhan flu. <laughs> Wu flu. Go on. All right. Sorry. No, I was just. <laughs> it's all good. But I, and I think is and correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Montreal going to play in Buffalo for the next se- series? Is that what's happening? I don't know. I think they've. I think they granted. I think Canada granted um, exceptional status. <laughs> no, they granted uh, special <laughs> exception for the NHL teams for um, traveling. Oh, that's the last I read. Now I didn't know if that was like a temporary thing for like one series or what, but. They're getting they're getting permission under under strict guidelines. Like they have to fly privately. Yeah. Um, yeah. They have like a certain protocol they have to adhere to. But they're they going to be in a hotel. To, they're going to get bused straight to yeah, the place. And yeah, they yeah, are going to be allowed sense. to fly into Canada without having to quarantine at least for this first coming round. Okay, that's I didn't know that. I thought that we were. I thought it was going to be like a a Blue Jays thing where we're going to have to go. You know their their home rink is going to be where the Sabers play. No one wants to play there. Fuck. Ooh, bad luck. <laughs> exactly. But but you see these American like I've watched a couple games. Well, periods of games. I'm not I'm not going to lie to the people. I haven't watched full games, but I've watched a couple periods of these like in in Vegas and in Tampa and in uh, Miami and 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 just full crowds. No masks. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. It's fucking yeah. nuts. And we're up here. St- I don't see any masks. No, I said there's and, no masks. Yeah, you don't have and, to wear masks. Yeah. And furthermore, have you heard? I mean, I'd have to actually do my research. But so the states has been doing open stadiums in certain areas for a, probably a month or two now. Like yeah, I know since they a- had April. They did UFC. UFC in Tampa, I think. Well, the opening the opening game for the the, ho- the home opener for the Texas Rangers against the Blue Jays. They had a, I think their stadium was capacity and that was beginning of April. I think so. Yeah. So, and I have yet to correct me if I'm wrong, but I have yet to hear of any like significant outbreak of COVID due to these large gatherings and crowds. And 
same thing. No, someone needs to correct me. We don't have a fucking. We don't have a fucking computer Jamie. Google guy. We don't have a Jamie. We don't have here. a Jamie. But yeah, but I, they, I believe it's the, because they're testing everyone right before they even go in and they do the the rapid tests. Like I'm I, not sure about that. It's possible they're just not testing. Yeah, true. And someone feels a little sick, they stay home, and then when they're feeling good again, they go out and they kind of just pretend like it doesn't exist. Like, yeah. I mean, if if you're not worried about it, uh, you're not going to go get tested all the time, right? Well, and so so that's yeah. yesterday at baseball. Um, like my son's baseball, like five year olds. It's it's hilarious watching these kids. Um, but we were talking to one of the other the other moms there, and. She mentioned I didn't even I wasn't paying attention, but Alberta, obviously Canada has strict rules for all our listeners, you know, stateside. Uh, Canada has some strict rules for COVID still, and until today in Alberta, I know BC it's been a bit different, but in Alberta today we're allowed now to go to restaurants again inside, and we're allowed to have twenty people at an outdoor event and ten or six people. Maybe not inside, but we're allowed to have. We're allowed to have. We're allowed to have indoor gatherings again with yeah. a capacity, and there's allowed. You're allowed to have groups of six people dine in at restaurants again, and they don't have to be from the same cohort. They can be yeah. six people, and they're so saying you this. can have a third. You can have one third seating at the stampede, essentially. So for for our American listeners, because there are some now, um, we had. This is, in my opinion, this is one of the dumbest rules that I can think of to date. Up until today, there was a rule in place where you can't go golfing with anybody outside of your household. Dum, 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 dum. So you're telling me, (laughs) you're telling me, the government is telling me that I can't go to a gigantic, outdoor, extremely socially distant place. drive my own golf cart by myself with a friend who is also driving his own golf cart by himself. <laughs> and it's not like your balls you're you're together on the tee for a minute and then you're going across to different areas. Yeah. And you're together like on the a green giant, maybe. giant open fucking area. Like I completely I it's don't anti science. It's fucking yeah. retarded. Uh, sorry, but, I don't mean to say retarded. It's a bad word. But it is it is absolutely nonsensical. If the black eyed peas could say it, to, you could say it. To sub uh, to substitute my my hunger for going golfing, I uh, go disc golfing with a couple of my a couple of my buddies, and we go to the park there. And I'm there with two two friends that aren't in my cohort or in my house. And there's like you know hundreds of people doing the same thing we're doing, and there's just no regulation on it. And it's a, in a smaller park. <laughs> like it's yeah. it bo- it boggles my mind. Like Canada has the most illogical rules. Well, for until this co- for this, oh, slapped until today, absolutely just slapped together. It is garbage. It is absolutely no regard garbage. for actual science. Zero. Yeah, until today, Dan. I don't know if you knew this rule. I, I I hope I didn't mention this on the podcast before, but you could have ten people, or sorry, twenty people in a church. You could have only ten people at a funeral. So you could have twenty people at a church, unless one of them is dead, and then you can only have ten. And it's just like what. That doesn't make any sense. And if so, you're outside, you can only have five. Yeah, whatever it was. It's so stupid. But here's what I was getting at. On the flip side, today, they announced the this, but flip. but Alberta's next goal <laughs> is that by the beginning of July, all restrictions are gone. Every single one. So no more masks, no more anything. It's just 
back to quote unquote normal. Yeah. Alien How do you feel brother. about that? I feel good about it. I think that it's a little rushed and I think that they're doing it partially out of selfish um, motivation yeah, w- for opening Stampede. Um, yeah, Dan, Dan, just so you know, that's why Alberta is doing this because they want to yeah. open Stampede. Am I excited? Yeah, well, I say do it. Am I excited? Yes. Um, do I hope that it, that it uh, continues and doesn't have to be shut down again? I do. Um, if they decide that, you know, if there's another quote unquote, um, if there's a fourth fucking it? wave, yeah, a wave, sorry, a quote unquote, uh, fourth wave. Um, I can't tell you that I'm going to be wearing a mask. <laughs> like it's going to be pretty tough for me to go back to that bullshit after another one of these, uh, lifts of restrictions and then back like it's well, just I'm and i sick think and tired of it man i think now like the nice part about this is which i think should have kind of been the case all the time and this is the this is what they've the case they've made in places like texas and florida uh where we used to make fun of them for it but now we're all jealous of them because they're they're not spreading rapidly because again it maybe they're not doing tests but but because they let people make the decision for themselves like I was I don't know if you guys listen to this but Joe Rogan had the mayor of 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 Austin on the uh, his podcast a little while ago um but they were just they they spent a couple minutes talking about it and he's like it's nice because there's some people that go to the store with masks and some people don't and no one really says anything anymore whereas obviously that was a huge point of contention you know even a month ago right you go in a store wearing a mask like here especially in Alberta you go to a place wearing a mask or you go to an event without it and people are like, oh my goodness, you're wrecking the whole world. Um, but they just said that people don't, it doesn't really matter. Some people do because they want to. Some people don't. Um, you can choose to go to these events. You can choose to stay home. You can choo- choose to do whatever. That's the whole point. You give people the option to choose. But yeah, yeah. that was the um, on Flagrant 2 with Akash Singh, Andrew uh, Schultz, and a couple other guys. Um, great podcast, highly recommended. I love it. Um, but uh, they had the when they went down to Miami for a period of time because they just you know the restrictions in New York were just r- ridiculous. So they went down to Miami, um, and they actually had the mayor of Miami on uh, had them on the podcast, and it was basically kind of the same sort of thing just uh you know we're gonna kind of give people you know their autonomy and um understand you know what the science actually says and kind of you know go by go by you know that what's legitimately um understood about you know what you can and can't do with the virus and kind of go with that and ultimately you know people like to be outside in florida generally anyways so um, they want to hang out with them gators but (laughs) yeah so um it was it was a great interview and it just kind of showed a completely different perspective uh and like a lot of people on a lot of content creators like youtubers etc they went to like texas they went to um they, they went to florida because they were able to kind of be free and you know do what they wanted to do and create content and have guests over for podcasts and all that sort of stuff and And save on taxes yeah, you, well, yeah you, there's you saw that this too. like you saw a lot of people move for ta- well taxes in particular in Austin. Um, apparently, that's like the best place to be for taxes, um, except but, for Oregon. But Oregon's got a whole other slew of problems that we don't need to get into right now. 
The yeah, go Antifa, like right? <sighs> anyway. Boop and Portland. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just I I yeah, don't go there. I think it's uh I'm I'm excited for rules to lift. Now I haven't looked in BC, Dan. Is it the same are they hoping to have zero restrictions at some point here? Like are they are they looking down at that being an outcome or are they kind of going, no, we're going to have some restrictions for the next couple of years. Like I know BC is a, a bit more on the infringe on your rights kind of government, but. Uh, I mean a little bit, but um, like at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're looking kind of, you know, next week ish. Um, We'll have personal gatherings up to about 50 people um, outside. You can have up to 50 people seated with a COVID safety plan. Um, provincial travel restrictions lifted. Recreational travel lifted. Um, transit open. Um, liquor till midnight. Banquet halls with limited capacity. That sort of stuff. Um, I forgot about the liquor, the, the bar one where they, yeah, they stopped serving booze at whatever time. I think it was 11 yeah. here but yeah yeah um then stage three which is july we're looking at uh, masks are recommended in public indoor settings um so- social careful um engaging careful social conduct that sort of stuff personal gatherings are for usual for indoor and outdoor um you can do sleepovers all that sort of stuff sleepovers like boys sleep- yeah, let's dude. do it. Let's, let's have a tummy sticks. <laughs> <laughs> We're not playing tummy sticks, Isaac. You've been asking just, me to play tummy sticks since the day I met you, and just kidding. We're not going to do it. All right, that's for, yeah. we got to save that for when we end up both, you know, saddled, divorced guys hanging out, and living together. So, do you want to hear my? Not, not that that's going to happen, yeah, honey, uh, or, well, or or Amanda. For the most part. <laughs> I'll just cap it off here. For the most part, we're looking at, you know, being somewhat open, like majority open in July. And then in September, basically almost everything's open. Back to quote. Back yeah, to, pretty much back to what normal, was normal at that point. Do you want to hear my two cents real quick? I want yeah, to hear four of your cents, buddy. Okay. So real quick, I believe me when I say, I don't think that COVID is a joke. Um, I think it's very real and it affects Agreed. people completely differently. Um, from one person to the next. One person can experience very, very bad symptoms, Agreed. even lifelong symptoms. It's not very nice. Yep. It's very, it's horrible. I have friends that have had, that have, that are long haulers that are, have been experiencing symptoms for over 12 months, over 13 months. Um, now, having said that, um, do I think that the entire, the entire, uh, face well, of our country, well, specifically Canada, is being changed over a, a, a disease that kills one point what six one point eight percent of its of those that it infects. Do I think that that should have completely basically bankrupted our entire country? No. No, we fucking spent so much money. Well, so not to mention, money. not to mention, we, we didn't had just spend money the, on ourselves. The worst. We spent money all over the world. We spent so, we spent so much money on aid. We sent money to China for aid. Yeah, what was it? Explain like, that to me. Yeah, 200, 200 million or something. I could be way off, but I think that's something that I remember. Um, do like we had the it was worst worst possible uh, worst case scenario for us having Justin Trudeau in as our prime minister during this whole thing because that guy is absolutely stunned i will like no it's I, not I will i will say and i'm here in the headlights i am not a I, I have political opinions yes 
but I also agree that everyone is in, has is entitled to their own opinion on it. Um, and I don't. I want to hear other people's opinions, but it could have been worse than Justin Trudeau. Just saying. It yeah, it could, could have, have been, been a, worse. It could have been a trash panda. That's the only. <laughs> that's the only thing it could have been worse than Justin Trudeau. A, rac- a raccoon. Yeah. A r- raccoon. No, I no, I'm I'm specifically no, meaning one worse. person. No, it could have been worse. We could have had like Gavin Newsom or uh, yeah. I was um, going to say that we could Como have had from New York. Exactly. It could have been worse than Justin Trudeau. He I don't. He 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 did a bunch of things in the moment that seemed like they were the. I don't know. To some, to a lot of people, they seem like they were the right thing. To a lot of people, they seem like they it was the wrong thing. But it could have been worse. <laughs> I think the well, people I mean, that was the right thing are the people who can't read. <laughs> I kind of, I don't know. I could really pop off on this topic on many avenues. <laughs> no, pop, pop, and we don't, pop. and we don't need to. <laughs> we're running out of time here. Yeah, we're, we're we yeah. don't need to go that far. But but yeah, I just, I guess what I was trying to get at with with talking about the restrictions and stuff is that I'm, I'm super excited about the, the chance that uh, that we can start to have, a normal life again. That we can go places without thinking about it. Whether I do or not, right off the bat, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go to a. Well, I'm never going to go to a dance club again, just because I'm in my mid thirties. <laughs> but, but I don't know if I'm going to go to a club again. I don't know if I'm going to go. <laughs> I would love to see that. Oh, you've been there with me before, buddy. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, I would love I it. I don't know if I'm going to go to a Flames game right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's no Flames games right now, but. If there was, I don't know if I would go to a huge event like that just for my own sanity. I don't know if my anxiety would let me do it without feeling like shit for the next week afterwards. But I'm excited about the fact that I could or I can. And that's, that's your what, choice again. Exactly. And that's what makes me excited about it. So yeah. I, I, I'm i kind of stoked on that. But uh, that's it. So, Dan, thank you for coming, buddy. We, 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 we talked about hockey. And, uh, and you gave your two cents on your favorite team, the Montreal Alouettes. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, um, real quick, everybody go check out uh, the Trois Rivières new logo. It's at they're the Lions, and it's the Fleur de Lis, but a lion, it's really dope. All right. Am I supposed to do it right this second? <laughs> Trois Rivières ECHL team? Oh, wow. that is That is really cool. Okay, I'll give it to you. The fleur, le fleur de lis. Ouais. Fleur de lis. Bon, Tab- ouais. Tabernacle. I don't know. Kind of like, Fuck or something. All right, boys. Well, it was always a pleasure chatting to you, Dan. Uh, we discussed yeah, about everything that we could have discussed tonight within an hour. Uh, I appreciate both of you, and I'm looking forward to our next chat with the with the threesome that we got here. So, oh, it's a good threesome. The, the, the podium yeah. boys. Podium boys. Oh, thanks for having me, Zed. Yeah, we finished first, second, and third in the play in the regular season fantasy hockey league. Just saying, it's no yeah. so one, two, three. We're basically athletes now. So yeah, yeah. go sports. Right. Dan, really, Dan, do you? I'm uh, really glad we skipped over the whole spreadsheet thing. Yeah, Thank you. you're welcome. Well, what's what's the code word for the week, Dan? <laughs> Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin! Nice. I thought you were going to okay. say spreadsheets. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> the topic for next time, Dan comes on. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Isaac. All right, boys. Thank you. See you guys later. Later. Peace.